Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example... Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 449, Velvet Buzzsaw. So can we talk about this for about 10 minutes and then we can talk about like who we want to cast as Batman? <laughs> no. I just, I, I, there hasn't been enough time between Batman for the conversation about who, who should play are. Batman to be radically different. Yeah. I am completely bored by the notion of it, talking about who should play Batman. Right. We we just had this conversation like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't. It's the same people. Go look at that list. <laughs> Pretty much. There's like two new actors and other than that. No, I got nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Emma, Emma Stone. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the only way to be radically different would be. Yeah, then make Batman, Batman we're doing a bad girl. Yeah, no, yeah. make Batman a woman. Yeah, you have your hot take article. Why can't Batman be trans? <laughs> like, and then you're done. Like that's yeah. you know that's how we get clicks. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, taking notes. Okay, continue on. So before, that's how we get subscribers on yeah, this thing. Okay. Or, or hate mail. Either well, way. Hey, yeah. as long as they're listening. Well, yeah. Someone said know? that there's no bad press, right? Yeah. Sure. Ask we'll the go go- ask the governor of Virginia if that's true. <laughs> All right, state right, Paul. This yeah. isn't politics okay. corner. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel like that's not really politics. I don't feel like that's I okay. Know. The KKK like, or you know. I know that we try not to talk about politics too much. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a bold political stance <laughs> to be like perhaps blackface in a Klan costume wasn't the best idea. <laughs> no, that's fine. It was 1984, not 1884. <laughs> also, you shouldn't have to say that. There's no right. reason that, that anyone yeah, should right, even right. have to be saying that. So that's the problem. And yet right there. here is the governor of a major state having to say that. It's like, so. oh, <laughs> I don't really see a problem with it. Well, oh, I thought you were debating whether or not Virginia. Oh, no, no. no, I thought you were debating whether or not Virginia was a major state. Oh. <laughs> I've, been, I've been there, so, I mean, I guess you could make that argument. I need to make very certain that I take precise uh, editing notes on this, because I could end up chopping this up very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you could. Like... <laughs> He will end careers. Yeah. Well, or, if any well, of I mean, they're, we're podcasters. Yeah, you know. That's fair. Well, we should probably go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. I'm Paul. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Oh, boy. What's oh, no. that? Oh, no. iTunes. What? Talk about 1984. <laughs> it hasn't been 
that forever. Uh, <laughs> I Apple- also saw we have 174 ratings on iTunes. That's awesome. Yeah. 174 five-star average. So that's great. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yes. In fact, while you're uh, putting that Uh-oh. out there, we have a new one. Oh, no and, kidding. And yeah. we're sure it's on a Peloton one, right? I am positive. Okay. It's not a Peloton. What's the name of this podcast again? (laughs) Real spoilers. Real spoilers. You and your wife are so great on this podcast. (laughs) With two E's. Yes, O'Keefe is with two E's. (laughs) Well, three, but not in a row. We need to we, we need to like differentiate or no someone else started a podcast the real real spoilers R E A L would it be a right. cartoon yeah <laughs> with a monkey and a ghost and no that would just be again we're back to the yeah thing it's the, the real Ghostbusters that was yeah the one that you think of is the real Ghostbusters. well right not the but we, so we they wouldn't have had a but we aren't a monkey and a ghost right. so they have to be the ones hey with the speak monkey for yourself <laughs> <laughs> well we all are pretty pale so you don't know how i identify and Dan, dan's <laughs> like our ghost well <laughs> oh, zing. oh wow. man joe's been letting them fly fast and loose shots lately. fired Jeez. man so uh we have a new review new yeah. zoo review yes uh coming right at you and this is from noah's thingy <laughs> I don't even I like it. I don't know that I want to know what that means. I do. And it's probably good that Joe that Dan's not <laughs> here for so this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh the headline is Then I heard real spoilers, now I'm a believer. So they all oh, they work at a monkeys reference? I did. So that's maybe, nice. they're, maybe they're zilch listeners. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. It says uh these guys are fun whether you're uh tuning in for Joe's wrestling rants. Yeah! I don't think Boy. anyone is doing I that. I think you're wrong cuz uh, somebody just said it. <laughs> <Tom's> <laughs> How many iTunes accounts does your dad have? <laughs> Trust me, he's not the one. <laughs> Uh, Tom's anecdotes from the world of music and concert promotions, Kevin's uh, ever at the ready abacus, or Dan's video recoveries. You'll always have a laugh, learn a bit of trivia, and have a nice, uh, a nice long ride into Tangentville. Great chemistry, funny stories, and the occasional bit of inside baseball. So it goes on a little bit, but is so. But it was very nice, very nice. Oh, so thank, thank you, you very so much. much. So thank we you. Do, I do like the suggestion that Dan needs to go back and record. A video recovery for everyone that he's missed so far. Maybe he could. We could start a blog. <laughs> no, we he should. Could, he could yeah. chime in from there. Just do from there. Uh, yeah, it's not like we have a Facebook page that that could be a thing on. Well, that's true. Yeah, I love the Dan's always at the ready video <laughs> recovery. <laughs> should be his ab or his uh, maracas. His, yeah, uh, that's also that. yeah. So uh, so thank you. And if you would like to leave a review, we would love to uh, to hear it. So yeah, thanks guys. It helps. Yeah. I mean, we Joe and I were just talking about this on the Patreon podcast uh, that we were doing last week, which will go up. I think tomorrow, but um, those reviews help us tremendously because uh, when people are searching on iTunes, uh, if they've never even heard of the podcast, haven't been referred by someone, and they see a large number of reviews, the five stars, everything, I mean, the more of those we get, the more likely they are to listen and share. And so even if you think like, oh, these guys are doing all right, or oh, they have five stars, they don't need me, like the the higher the number, the better. So if you haven't, we'd really appreciate the rating and and the review. It's great. And uh, you can also help by joining the League of Show Sharers at uh, Facebook.com slash real spoilers and people who are kind enough to join this week uh brad hyan griffin fox smith jason weesey linnea thunsell tom comiskey uh chris magic man tammy sherman powers dustin at nerds at night gaming chris sanders julianne jordan brent smith travis witt travis t witt excuse me i forgot that well we're we're very casual (laughs) now uh, is he in radio travis witt no he's not either well Uh, ron johnson chris james ralph tribble and richard lawson so thank you uh, guys in a non-gender specific form for 
sharing the show. So uh, there, that is all of that. And oh, the oh, aforementioned and Patreon. Patreon. Well, you had mentioned it. You'd already, you already, you had snuck it in very organically. <laughs> but if you want to find it, it's at patreon.com slash real Oh, is that how you're supposed to do these things organically? Yes. And yes. not then follow up on them? It's like a live spot. Like It's supposed to sound like ah. content, but you're really pushing Wasn't something. even trying. But yeah. I wanted to plug that, uh, since this is the major episode, I wanted to plug that Joe and I, uh, we couldn't get Polar to be reviewed on this show. So uh, the Mads Mikkelsen. In retrospect, well, the Mads Mikkelsen, uh, John Wick-esque film uh, that is on Netflix that dropped a couple weeks ago. We are reviewing that, and the Patreon episode should already be out by the time this airs, so go check that out. Awesome. So there, there's all of that. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. And that's the review right yeah, now. It, a large know, sigh. I How know. is this the guy that did Nightcrawler? I have no idea. I'd also Why like... do I sound like Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Why? What is the deal? What's <laughs> the deal with velvet buzzsaws? <laughs> They're not velvet. There's not a saw. And plus, it wouldn't be very effective if it were velvet. That's yeah. true. Spin around a bunch of velvet. See what <laughs> happens. I, You know... I, I was a huge fan of Nightcrawler. Oh my I god, Nightcrawler was amazing. That movie yes. is great. Love that movie. And I, and I think probably Jake Gyllenhaal's best performance. Ooh, that movie should have been. I, liked, I think I like him in Prisoners. An Oscar contender. Yep. Like just across the board. Yeah. Yep. Like I, agree. I don't know why it didn't get the sort. I mean, it was well reviewed, but when it came time for awards, it was just forgotten. <sighs> you know it, what? When, I think when did it come out? Like, it was a well, couple I'm, years well, ago. No, I mean like time for like in oh. that year. Like was it? I think what it comes down to is sometimes with the older 2014 Oscar voting. Okay. But what, you know? what was like? What was it? A January release? Was it a? Oh, what time of year? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I don't remember. Okay, but uh, yeah, I, I think sometimes it has to do with the Oscar voting crowd. There's certain movies that you feel like you just know. I mean, you can do your Oscar predictions pretty early when you know the lineup and right. get pretty close to what they're going to nominate. And I feel like Nightcrawler just kind of snuck under there. All the people, you know, film Twitter. This was like critics. Drive though. Drive was in the same boat. Yeah, as the, you people know? love Nightcrawler, but when it came time for the Academy to recognize that it, it's not there, and I just think that's the difference between sometimes the members nominating yeah. and what um, I what I love about that is when there's Oscar buzz like well t- there are two slots saved for these two movies when do they come out Christmas yeah <laughs> today's July 4th right. right you haven't seen half the year's movies yet you just know right yeah and and so that's and a lot of people are very frustrated not only because of that and and people not getting recognition and other well, movies there's that, a, there's also a bunch of movies that got nominated that had no business well that's exactly being what nominated. that's exactly what I'm saying yeah. and then uh, that on top of the programming they're they're cutting the oscars from four hours down to three hours and not even announcing all the awards like this isn't the tonys there aren't you know a hundred different awards like the oscars are a pretty small number they can to the the point is is that these people some of these people have been working their entire lives in film and never received an oscar and now they're going to get it and they're going to announce it during commercials and you can read on twitter if they want an oscar like right. that's a huge slap in the face to people that are part of this industry and i don't know i feel I like know, i don't i mean i get what you're saying but i also I'm get that boat. people don't really don't the average person doesn't care who the best editor was i feel like that one needs to be in there well what's Perhaps, the po- what's but, the yeah. point what's the point of the show then well, I mean, the point of the show, like anything on commercial television, is to generate ra- ratings so you can create ad which is, revenue. Which is why I'll take the over on three hours. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I don't know. Well, I mean, with the I mean, backlash, we, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm going to be a dick. We don't know those people don't deserve to be on television. That's not their constitutional right. It's, that when they finally win their award, it's announced on television. I feel like, like the, the people that are your actors, actresses, directors, composers. 
editors. And if you work in the film industry, then I don't know how to break it to you, but you should know by now that <laughs> celebrities are what keeps you afloat. Yeah. You're, you know, you're you're getting paid to edit famous people. I mean, I like, think that's I think that's why we have big crappy blockbusters that make hundreds of millions of dollars that don't deserve to. I think that kind of mentality, though, to say just because you're famous and you make a lot of money, you deserve it. Like these are all the people behind the scenes. You, but, you let me finish. You wouldn't have your movies, these big blockbusters that are doing so well without the people that you don't know their names. They're the ones that are making the movies. Those credits you see that go on for three minutes after a movie of people's names you've never heard of. They're the ones that are making that movie. Go have Tom Cruise or Ben Affleck or Bradley Cooper go out there by himself with a camera and make a movie and see well, how well it does. Affleck can do it. But. I mean, but it can't. <laughs> this is the industry. These are the filmmakers. These are the people that are making the movies. And if there's 30 categories or whatever the number is, like you deserve. I mean, they can sell commercials in that other hour. The the, the ratings are not bad because it's long. The ratings are bad because the Oscars is a crap program and has been for years. So here's. A, yep, two, I agree 100%. But nobody is going to tune in. And that's all these people care about yeah. is just eyeballs on the product. Nobody's going to tune in for, I don't know, best sound editing. Well, then you, have, just, the, then you have the Golden Globes and the People's Choice Awards. and the I agree. All, all of that the, over, they, the they, oversaturation of award, quote unquote. And, and that's no, 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 I'm saying I'm saying if you want that, that's what those other award shows are for. Oh, I see. This is about the movie business and the people who make the movies. And okay, you have to look at Jennifer Garner for 90 seconds before <laughs> she announces who won Best Cinematographer. I got no problem with I, that, but I feel like that award, that to me, that award or best makeup or it's whatever. Not a big it is. deal. You make the program entertaining; people watch. It's an extra hour. It's been that way, and you're honoring people again that make this industry. They can come up with an extra hour of programming. Okay, would you? So the reason the Oscars are four hours is because you have to have freaking Jimmy Kimmel walk through the Grandma's Chinese Theater with a bunch of right, tourists. Right. That's a stupid bit. That was not funny. That was boring. And then they're gonna play some guy off the stage that's been waiting his whole life to get his Oscar, yes. thanking his grandmother. I it's BS, man. No, they can. They need to make a good program, and then they will have people watch it. I also wish they would tell everybody who made documentary features or documentary short subjects, look, we're really counting on you for the controversial speech. <laughs> Don't come to this award show unless you have a controversial right. speech ready to go, because those are the ones we want. And right. I, I, if I were the producer, I'd say, we're never playing this guy off. <laughs> yeah, right. Just let, him, just let him go. Yeah. 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 But no, I think, I, to, I don't disagree that those that the people who are putting in the I'm not going to say hard. Well, it is probably a harder job than memorizing lines. This is a non-actor person saying that. So, but they the the producers, the director of this pro of of the Oscars, they want a seven point two. They want they want a massive I, number. I just think if you sure. want if you want a mass appeal show, you're, you're going to put the stars on. You're never gonna you're never gonna get it. Spending twenty minutes on sound editing. I agree. You're just not. You and don't have to. All you have to do is announce it. That's all I'm saying. They're in, it's the they're putting the announcement of awards or in a commercial. You can have Jennifer Garner. You can have someone do a performance and then announce the award that goes. You know that's related to it. I'm not saying you have to spend twenty minutes on sound editing. Just announce their awards on air. That's all I'm asking. And you can put entertaining filler. Oh, in I there. thought you were saying like the whole presentation of here are the nominees and here are, and now they come up and they give their speech. Yeah. Oh well, when you say announcement, I hear just here's who won. No, I mean you can because they here's do the that. nominees and here's the speech. I mean, I'm just saying you don't have to make like a whole bit around it, like the stupid things that they do. But you can make an entertaining program and give people their dues. I, I just you are making a lot of people angry. I mean, they, that are in the film industry. I mean, I'm talking about the people in these categories. Oh, sure, I, members I, of the Academy are mad. People I, that are actually a part of it. Like you're I, getting a a big backlash on this. And I well, I, at the end of the day, and it's no different than the problem you've always had in Hollywood is that you have 
have you have competing interests. You right. have you have the you have the artist versus the, the corporation. The, right. the 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 suits and the 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 suits at the end of the day. They need a show that's going to generate ratings. Yeah. Yep. And and if you're ABC or whoever airs the Oscars, you don't give a crap. Yeah, you don't give a crap as long as there's it's eyeballs your, on the product. You you paid for the rights to to the Oscars because it's supposed to be entertaining and it's supposed to draw interest. And if you want to spend, you know, the first hour of the show on these hyper technical categories. That that's not what you're so paying that, for, and, and, and you used to be able to get away with that because you only had three networks, right? Sure. You didn't have fifteen other award shows, and also the Oscars used to be about movies that were I don't know things people actually saw. Yep, like most of these movies, the vast majority of of even the movie going populace has not seen. Them. I agree. Well, well then you got to do the super. Power movies as a different thing. I mean, right, it, it, which is what they were trying to accomplish, and they they failed miserably at they it. Mucked it up. Yeah, but it's like, but yeah, the, I mean, it used to be that you would see big ho- the Hollywood studios w- would make really good movies that were also huge effing. Well, hits. that's the right. slots that Black Panther and A Star Is Born have this year. Right. It's not like last year where nobody saw anything except La La Land or two years ago. You know, Moonlight wins and people go, that's a movie? I didn't right. know that was a movie. Like, they're what? like, but La La Land, yeah. like I saw that. It was amazing. And they like, watched it 18 yeah, times right. on cable since. <laughs> yeah. Right. No one has watched Moonlight a second time. I've, no yeah. one. No. And I, Barry and Jenkins is sitting through. <laughs> I, I, yeah, most I, people when Moonlight won were like, "Did they reboot the Bruce the Willis show?" Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's another snub. Just on a related topic, though, if Beale Street could talk, I loved that movie. That's Barry Jenkins' follow up. Um, you know, his next movie after Moonlight. But that's that was a, so boring. That's a beautiful movie, and I mean, the story, the cinematography, like it's just gorgeous. And I mean, it didn't even get a nomination, so a lot of I, people were mad about that. I didn't care for it at all. I think I just don't like. How that guy makes movies. Yeah. I, think, I didn't care for Moonlight. I Moonlight liked everything either. except the way he made the movie. I liked yeah. the people who were in it yeah. and all the rest. But just to go back to the ratings point, you know, ESPN pays an enormous amount of money oh, for, yeah. for Monday Night Football. And every season, they have to put on either a Cardinals game or a 49ers game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. You know, you we, gotta, they, they get yeah. the sucky teams and people don't watch as much as they yeah. normally but, do. But, but still, they still have to pay the full rights for yeah. it. But at the same time, though, Monday Night Football is an institution. You know what I mean? So like are the Oscars. I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel. Oh. I mean, they are. The I Oscars I, are an older institution yeah, than Monday Night Football. That's true. But I. But I mean, the, the Oscars wishes they could pull in the numbers. Well, a lot I of, guess we'll find out this year. A I, lot. A, well, a lot of people are rooting against the Oscars with everything they've done this year, and they're hoping that they get lower ratings than ever with their new format. And it's a wake up call. I mean, a lot of people in the film industry and community are actively rooting against it. So, I mean, I know it's the Oscars, and everyone's going, "Oh, bit too big to fail. It's going to do well anyway." But we'll I, see. I, I, I mean, I think it'll do worse because it every year it does worse because yeah, every year it's less relevant. Well, also that's the thing is like there's. Like you said, there were four channels at one, you know, yeah. so it's just like, what are we going to watch? And nobody would go up against the Oscars. Yeah. And that was what so they say. were just reruns. They, they would but, steer clear of it. But like if now, you're a movie person, you're if you like movies, you're going to watch the Oscars. I'm and not watching you, them. I, but, I haven't watched it in, year, in probably 15 I'll, I'll, years. I'll but what it. I mean is that you're not going to get outside people to watch it that aren't already going to watch it. Like what I mean is when you go, oh, new three hour format, you're grandma that doesn't watch the Oscars isn't going to go, oh, well, it's three hours. It's going to be entertaining. What I mean is people are going to watch the Oscars. They're interested in award shows and Oscars. You're not going to pull them in any differently. So Maybe it just doesn't need to be on network television anymore. No. Maybe. Get rid it's of the, it. It's the second highest rated show of the year besides the Super Bowl. 
Is it really? Yes. You guys are treating it like it's a, a one-off recorded version of Rent. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Don't it's even the start second on Rent. It, it's called the Super Bowl for women because that's who tunes in. Watch the commercials during the Oscars. Sure. They are the equivalent of the Super Bowl for men commercials. Right. It, I, it's huge. And by the way, if I were running the Oscars this year, Best Picture would be handed out by Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. Wow. <laughs> just go, go for the... Go for the jugular yes. and see what happens. I yeah. mean, yeah, I just, I don't do award shows anyway. Like, I feel like I don't do the pageantry. I don't do all that garbage. The reason I don't do award shows is the internet. Yeah, what's the point? If there's anything interesting that's going to happen. I'll see it on YouTube the It'll next be day. on YouTube the next day. Yeah. I don't need to sit through three hours yeah. Four and, hours and, of it, but that's the problem it. with TV now. You're 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 talking about the problem with every TV show. Yeah, sure, I'm absolutely. the same way. I don't watch live TV. I don't even DVR it. I stream it online. The, the like, only I don't, the only live stuff I watch are Cardinals games and Blues games. Why do you watch Cardinals games? The highlights will be online the next day. Yeah, but I yeah, just watch the last inning and you'll know what happens. I guess to me that's to, to me it's different. Like to watch yeah. a live sporting event because. Anything this, can that's happen. what kills me you about sports. You have the sports. suspense of the of anything outcome can hasn't happen. been determined. Anything yeah. can always happen, and the internet <laughs> will have it the next day. Yeah, I know. but I mean, like, if you could, I mean, I remember watching when McGuire hit sixty-two. Like, I, I remember yeah. where I was. You know, sure. I, I didn't see on the internet, but granted, the internet wasn't. But that it's different. Thing, but it, no, that's it is the different, whole but argument. I mean, but though, I mean, yeah. I, I think if if somebody breaks that record this year, it, it well, well, hypothetically, two thousand nineteen baseball season, somebody breaks the record. What's going to happen on ESPN, Fox Sports, whatever, you know, whatever CBS Sports, NBC, they're going to cut into everything to watch to do to watch not the- on my stuff because I'm not watching live. OK, well, you know is, what I mean? But I mean, like if. Yeah. I, and most of the people our age, I mean, they're, they're not going to cut in on anything that we're watching, right. I, I, I especially think for baseball. Well, but I mean, like baseball was dead then. In '96, baseball no, was but dead. I mean, they're not going to cut it into Hulu. But they're yeah. not going to cut into Netflix. No, that's true. I, what I'm saying, not going to cut into Amazon Prime or this anything on DVR. This is a completely different world we live in. And you're you're not wrong for wanting to watch this stuff live. We're not arguing that. I just mean most of the people don't watch TV this way. The way that Tom watches it is how most people watch it. Meaning, you're going to see the highlights. You're going to DVR past stuff. It's like so they're they're trying to cater to this audience that doesn't even exist anymore, and that's why they're changing stuff up and there's uh just scrambling because they don't know how to make money anymore yeah like oh that's probably all you can do is stream stuff i mean because that's where people are yeah so you've got television now and they're just like how can we possibly do this and so i get why they're screwed up but they're not gonna they're just gonna keep pissing people off because it's a it's a lose-lose proposition no matter what they do well speaking of streaming we should probably talk about yeah Oh, oh I thought that was the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we're done with that. There's <laughs> really not an hour even that you can talk no, about it, though, it's, it's, the, no. it's the problem. So, I mean, and we're not doing a box office, so there's your tangents for the episode. <laughs> um, it's, again, we talked about Nightcrawler. Fantastic movie. I don't know what happened here. Well, like, so this is a very personal story for the director. And so I think it's interesting what he was trying to do. He just didn't execute it in an interesting way. Right. But I mean, I feel like, you know, so so the so the director of this is Tom Gilroy. Dan Gilroy. Dan Gilroy. Is the yeah, the brother of the uh, the other Tom writer Gilroy. who's did Michael Clayton and other movies. And so he he has experience with um with art and writing and and uh, he was uh he did a lot of I don't know if you I guess not ghostwriting but he punched up a lot of scripts over the years Script over the past doctor. yeah over the past couple of I just mean I think he got credit it wasn't ghost oh, it gotcha. wasn't it wasn't yeah um but anyway but it's like so he he and, and so a lot of this is his experience with art and with 
uh, creating art and sometimes working on things and not getting credit and sometimes working on things only to see them collapse, which is the Superman Lives thing. Mm -hmm. So this is the writer of Superman Lives, the failed Nicolas Cage, uh, Tim Burton Superman movie. Can we talk about that? And so he, we can because we are. So for an hour and a half, or I'm sorry, for a year and a half, (laughs) he he wrote this script and planned it. Uh, The budget was ballooning into, you know, astronomical I will say you really feel that year and a half while you're watching this. You movie. really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy that that. So Burton's coming off Batman. Yeah. And John Peters somehow snatches the rights and they're going to they're going to do Superman. The whole story is crazy. They're going to do the death. He's going to come back. It's Nicolas Cage. It's uh, Christopher Walken as Brainiac. Go find the doc. Oh if you can. God. If you can. John Schnepp. That guy died. Yeah. yeah died. Recently. Like um, did this amazing. I feel like that thing has to be six hours. Oh. I mean, no, I'm not even like with all the bonus features. Oh, like, okay. all, he, I'm like, I think it's like, a couple hours. No, like everything that all, is on that Blu-ray. Right, they he, give you the they, stuff he didn't. They talked to Tim Burton about it. They talked to Kevin Smith, who was the initial. They got Burton to talk about yeah, it, which is like who was like the know. Kevin Smith is the initial writer. They mm-hmm. they kind of talked to Nicolas Cage briefly oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think kind of is the only way you can talk. Yeah, to well, Cage. he doesn't. He won't like, talk. He was, about at a, he was at a Starbucks. <laughs> they're like, hey, Nick, Superman. So like, it's just it's insane how close they were to getting that done, and Brian Singer who's a scumbag i'm just gonna he's a piece of garbage that shouldn't get any recognition ever again oh you mean the guy that is gonna make 40 million dollars yeah. from brian singer's bohemian rhapsody such a disgusting disgusting and is gonna person. get 10 million up front for red sonja yeah before uh-huh. any back-end deals i get the money from bohemian rhapsody like he, you can't say you're a dirtbag so we're not gonna pay you right like there's I mean, a contract it sucks but i get it but the I, I, the red Sonya thing I don't insane. get. Yeah. No, so, I think I think the main thing behind the money and the frustration is the fact that people support him and his projects so much that enable him to make forty right. million. Do you it's, think so? It, just in that in Bohemian Rhapsody's defense, they're not seeing that because of him, right? That's a they're seeing that because it's Queen. Oh yeah, the mainstream has, audience isn't. Yeah, but he, they hired Brian Singer, who's sure. already known to be a scumbag. Right, and so right. I mean. He they fired him off the project in the last couple weeks. That's how bad this guy is to work with, yeah. and that's not even his crazy personal stuff. That's just him working with him, you know. Right, right. Um, so but any, back so to my anyway, point, he's real quick. carrying around that. The big deal is he he slams that movie. He's like, this is what you know when he's making Superman Returns, which was terrible, by the way. He's carrying around that picture of Nick Cage in this awful Superman suit that's not finished. Like awful ex- hair extent. It's a bad picture. But while you're watching this doc, they show you two different pictures. They're, and John Schnepp is like, this is what he looked like. And it's like, oh. They took the tabloid picture. To, yeah. yeah. But so, he, and he, he, like, when people are kind of questioning Brian Singer, he's like, you almost did this. Right. He's, and he's, they're just like, oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. That's, right. But I mean, when you see these pictures of Nick Cage in a Batman 89 style Superman suit, you're just like, that would have worked yeah like it it's kind of and like when nick cage explains he's like the reason he's wearing like a mickey mouse shirt is because he can't figure out how to fit in so he's just doing things that are kind of quirky and he's weird or like he's sitting at his desk and he just laughs randomly because he heard a joke 20 miles away that made him laugh and it's just like i like that could have worked yeah like in 1997 that would have worked but 
So this, this, so this guy, guy wrote, wrote the script and worked on it for a year and a half, and the whole thing crumbled. I mean, it was going up to a hundred and forty million dollar budget. And it crumbled like the day before it was supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, right yeah. before yeah. Right. because well because Warner Brothers had a series of flops, and so they were losing money left and right. And this was supposed to have this this astronomical budget, which I mean that was so unheard of even at that time before Waterworld and all that. Right. And so they they just couldn't make it, and so it gets scrapped. And so this guy realized that you know you spend all this time and you work on art that can easily just crumble and and be non-existent and so this guy is telling a very personal story through these characters and everything but the way he does it i mean which is what we're going to get into with the story the characters and the you know it just it doesn't work but i appreciate knowing the background of where it's coming from yeah i mean he's got an interesting story that's there's no doubt about that um but the execution like you said i feel like this is a twilight zone episode it's a it's a it is a lower tier twilight zone episode no it's a steven spielberg's amazing story (laughs) right not a twilight zone it's not up to that quality no no no, but it's not even an outer limits but (laughs) if you would have cut but i mean if you would have cut this into 30 minutes the dark side i don't mean this hour and a half product i mean if you would have cut this or done it differently into a 30 minute story i think this is a fine enough twilight zone i mean i've been been re-watching twilight zone and if this were cut into a 30 minute product I think it would be just as good, if not better, than a lot of the stuff I've seen on the Twilight Zone. Let me ask you this. Is it a black mirror? It's more of a black mirror. No. No, it's not technology. There's no technology. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. So, yeah. I, but, guess, if, and, and, and I guess if he had digitally painted them, right. it would have been and, different. And it's not as tight as a black mirror episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's but fair. It, but maybe at 45 minutes an hour, it could have been, which is what those are. Yeah. So that's what I mean. I think there's a story in there, and there's some interesting, like, weird Twilight... I think his big mistake, honestly, was, and I don't know what, I don't know how I would have fixed it or what else I would have done, yeah. but it was setting it in the world of art because it's, a it's very like niche audience. Not only that, but it's like, I'm, what? Are you telling me that people in the art world are pretentious and <laughs> self involved? <laughs> Hang on, let me clutch my pearls. I mean, like, I think, I, you know, I, like, I, it, it's just <laughs> like, I'm like, it, it from the get, it didn't, it, it just felt like a very just, rudimentary yeah. insight like it, you can't connect with these people because only, they're the elite and not only could i not connect with them but i mean it just didn't feel like it was some groundbreaking satire or revelation about this world this world looked to be exactly what i as an outsider always would have thought this yeah, world would exactly, be exactly and what i've seen it be in other movies i mean i've seen columbo episodes <laughs> that treat the art world like this yep. uh, well i think you hit the nail on the head too because when i got to the end of this movie i'm like so you're telling me i mean this was the obvious you're you're telling me nothing i didn't know before right and your moral of your story is not to put such a high value on art which should be enjoyed by everyone or what you know whatever the right. moral it's like so you've just told a very basic story through all this where I'm like, yeah, I know that. This didn't blow my mind. Right. Yeah. It, it's not near as profound as it exactly. thinks it is. So this thing just won at Sun- like got a got an award at Sundance this year? Well, it just it premiered, just premiered at Sundance. Sundance. And then all of a sudden Netflix is like, we'll take it. No, it's a Netflix movie. They premiere their stuff. Okay, I'm and then, sorry. And I then distributors could come in and bid on it okay. and, and I th- pick I it up. I thought Netflix yeah. saw this and was like, throw it on the network now. I, I mean, was they confused. knew this was gonna. They they knew this was gonna be on Netflix for okay for here's, before here's, Sundance. Here's also, I think, kind of the problem with Netflix is that um, you you knew before you hit play, if you know anything about the, how the industry works, that this couldn't be that good. It's on Netflix. No, I well, no, not because it's on Netflix. I think Netflix has made some great stuff. Yeah, but if Netflix thought they had a, because this is clearly supposed to be an art house movie, right? Sure. This isn't bright. 
right? Like this, you know, like polar. Yeah, this isn't trying to be like just a mass appeal action movie or something. Like this is clearly designed to be like an art house awards bait kind of a film. Yeah. And the fact that we're just wrapping up award season and they didn't include it. Oh, in sure. Product, you're not going to remember this a year from they now. They didn't push it like Roma. They right. didn't push it like Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So, so clearly Netflix knew. This isn't up to snuff, right? So there's no need to include it with our 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 good movies, our, our upper tier, movies, right? Yeah, and so so it just it just gets released, and so the fact that Netflix didn't put any effort behind it was to me a clear indication that they knew that it wasn't was good. It, yeah, and I, and I like <laughs> I like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's crazy art critic performance. I, that, I mean, that dude oh. is on the like. He's to me. He's on the level of Joaquin Phoenix. Like I, th- I think close. he's. A, I think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I don't like. And I did. I thought. I, was, just, I laughed. I liked some of the stuff he was doing. I'm not saying the movie was great. I'm not saying that the script he was given. But like were, sometimes I'm laughing at his performance. I'm like, oh, it just he's there good. Were moments I liked. Yeah. yeah. He's, I, he's, I disagree. I think it was so over the top. So he, he said, "Well, what would an art critic be like?" What would that art critic be like times six? I'm honestly going to do. I'm honestly surprised this isn't getting more money, more money, more backlash about the flip flop. What's the flip flop? The he's he's gay the entire movie, and then he meets this. Uh, oh, I don't. Oh, I didn't he's take bisexual. It. I chose he was bisexual. He's, oh. he's. I mean, he's an artist, so yeah. they're you know well, he's an art critic. Fluid. Well, but he's most art critics. He's in the are art. Yes. Yes. he's, he's yeah. in the art industry, so that obviously shows that he's progressive and he you know he he's neutral. He can go either way. But yeah, I mean, he never said like, he was gay the whole movie. It's he had a, a male partner. You're, and say, then, you're saying that in the art world, you're at minimum bi curious. <laughs> <laughs> at minimum, I'm I'm putting quotes around sarcastic quotes around my statement but it's like but no it's like I don't know I guess I felt like in the very beginning he had a male partner I don't feel like it was chasing Amy no where yeah, she was out. very declared a lesbian Isn't and then that weird, he, though, he dated this woman before that's why no, they, they, yes. they, they hooked up once okay but then well, you just a, said he was it's a form of dating is, okay but you just <laughs> said he was <laughs> gay the whole time but no, we know he no, hooked well, up with I her mean, I, just because you hook up with a woman doesn't mean you're not gay okay so just because you're with a man doesn't mean you're gay well, but I mean, <laughs> when you're living with a man, and you're, it, I, I think honestly, I think your confusion, your disconnect, is that you don't see much representation of bisexual people. I guess that's on probably film. true. And yeah. so, w- when you see someone with someone of the same sex, you just assume that they're gay, right? Because that's historically what you see in film. But yeah, I guess the, that's I guess how the, bisexual the, works. I know how it works. But you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that's how it works. Though. I think you, Kevin needs to clear his browser history. <laughs> no, I. Uh, but seriously, though, like, yeah, like you just don't see it in film. That's true. Yeah. You don't. And see so you don't see it at when you ever. when you see a character when you see a male character with a man, then you just go, they're gay, right? You don't even entertain the notion, but, right? But I also think, Joe, that part of your problem with this is comes from Jake Gyllenhaal's performance. He does it as kind of a he, mincing gay you. character, yeah, right. a stereotype. I, the, the entire time. I never got that for a second. I didn't get him as oh. flamboyant as much as he was a pretentious art snob. I never got him as... No, did you think he was like flamboyant? Not flamboyant the way he walked and held his hands yeah, and the, that, the, the looks he gave people. I, right. think, I think that was... He, he went home and studied... You know, what What do gay men look like when they're walking down South Beach? I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, I mean, but then what do bisexual men look like compared to gay men? I mean, he still is in that that zone, you know? I mean, so in, in he's dating, a, he's with a another man. So, I mean, just because he played it that way still, I don't think, is gay versus bisexual. So, I just think this is an invalid argument because it's not... I don't know. I guess I felt like he was playing it uh, a, little, a little bit effeminate. And then when he gets drunk... 
and hooks up with the girl all of a sudden and then he has like a, a a crisis of not a crisis of faith oh he does that's what he says he says that later when he sees her again and then he's and then he breaks up with the the dude yeah. and starts dating the girl the crisis is because he's in a relationship not because she's a woman and he's with the only crisis was say the script yeah that's also yeah. true <laughs> they he never says that it's because he's in a relationship does he say it's because he's gay no but okay, what, that's what, what, I'm saying. what i mean like what what at that point what are you supposed to infer that it's because he's in a relationship or because he's with a man I think, it's I think that's baggage you bring to the equation. It could, uh, yeah, but uh, like, but I I will say that I I had that same moment of having to like self correct in my head, right? Of like, oh, okay, I guess he's by when it when it went on to not be a plot point. Yeah, they completely disregarded. And I like that. that. Yeah, no, I, I love I, yeah, that, that it's mainstream enough. It's so not you, my complaint about the film. To. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no, it's but, not, that's not my complaint. But about I did this have a moment all. because we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't see it in film. I didn't yeah, think too because I'm it, like, oh, or when you do yeah. see someone who's bisexual in film, it's almost always uh, a big. It's, or, it's almost always a woman. A woman, yeah. and it's done to to titillate. And I also yeah. like. It's interesting that chasing Amy is still around. You know what I mean? Like that's like the fact that. And in 1994, right? 94? Yeah, sure. 97? Yeah. No, 94, 94. 94 is Mallrats. 97. I don't think it's dumb that it's around at all, because I know what you're saying. The whole point of that movie was he was wrong for what he was trying to do. But, the she, movie but wasn't, she does it. You know what I mean? Like, she goes along with it in that movie. But not in the end. I mean, she she does start falling for him and so maybe she does have part of maybe she is a little bisexual but in the end you realize that it, that he is a fool for what he's doing he's being stupid you know what i mean the movie isn't about like oh he was so great and she's wrong or something like yeah, it holds the, up because of but the the character that you that is stupid is banky banky like any argument that comes out of Banky's mouth is like, like he yeah. says is immediately negated because he's the idiot of the movie yeah. making his argument invalid. Sure. You're following Holden yeah. who is your quote unquote hero who is I feel like he is pursuing her and she ends up falling and they have a relationship that lasts a while and then it, it ends because she realizes oh no I am gay and ends the relationship. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying in 2019, the idea that the he, idea that he that, could sway a lesbian into the world of straightness, even if it is, but ben it Affleck. took heat for that at the, at the time. Did it? It did. So I wasn't old enough. I mean, I caught that. Yeah, and it was later. 97. But okay. no, I remember it taking heat at the time that that uh, the gay community was like, um, yeah, that's not how it works. Okay, like you know, so no, it, it definitely took heat. Yeah. for Yeah. All right. That's which is fair. Yeah. Um. So anyway, this movie. Oh yeah, this movie. But oh, let me yeah. just let me just add again. Yeah. My problem with it is not whether he's gay or bisexual. Sure, no. It's the Jake Gyllenhaal performance of a guy <laughs> who's stereotypical. <laughs> right. I don't, yeah. I don't care what the stereotype is. It's a stereotype that he's playing throughout this movie, and it's so over the top. It just took me out of the movie. Yeah, uh, it's a. It's I a liked mess. it, but that's just opinion. I enjoy. Know? Like, I think he is charismatic enough. Where I was like, okay, I I prefer it when he's yeah. on screen, but overall, it is a. It is not a great performance. Uh, it's it is, it ain't a nightcrawler. No, it's definitely not nightcrawler. Yeah. It's not prisoners. It's not. I mean, like, yeah. it's not Everest. Well, no, not Everest. Was it Everest? What was wow. the one that we saw where he's? I he's, think so. He's yeah. in one of those. Yeah, I think it's Everest. All right. Yeah. He was so good. I mean, he was the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> that's how good he was. Yeah. Like he just get lost. But I mean, all. like, yeah. So he he's a pretentious art critic. He's like the. I, I, I'm assuming he's like the end all be all art critic. Yeah, can make or break. Totally. Yes. Yeah. Whomever. 
Uh, so, Ren- was Renee Russo cryogenically frozen? Because like that's just what her face. I, looks like. But I, I mean, like twenty point. years ago, she looked like that, and I haven't seen her that much recently. She was a nightcrawler. Okay, yeah, that's true. But it's like, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, I saw her in this, and I'm like, she hasn't aged today. I feel like they just unfreeze her when it's time for a movie because she doesn't age. Renee, we need you for this one. Well, yeah, that's so much time. We wait, got, wait it's not. We need you for this one. You need to do this one. He rolls over in bed and says to his wife, "Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan Gilroy and right. Renee Russo are oh, married. I did not They're know married. That. Okay, yes. that's yeah. fair." Hey, you doing anything today? No. Well, guess what? You've been cast the female lead yeah. in my movie. Not yeah. just coincidence. <laughs> she's been in his last two movies. Right. Yes, they're married. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, so we've got Renee Russo, who is in charge of this one gallery. We've got um, that's brilliant though. If you get divorced, you get half of their money. That's right, right? So you Boom. get them at a discount. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's win-win. You have Tony Collette uh, coming off of Hereditary, uh, who should have been nominated but wasn't, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you've got John Malkovich, who I I don't know why Malkovich, whatever. I don't know why he's in this movie because he's in it for about it's odd five minutes. He's a cameo. Yeah. they got him but, for a day. But like the cameo would make sense if he was just like in the art gallery. But they make it a point that this young upstart art dealer, art or art gallery owner, is stealing him away. From Rene Russo. Art agent. Art agent. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is stealing him away from Rene Russo. And they go into like great detail about how he doesn't have a career anymore because he stopped drinking and how this kid is screwed because this once great, wonderful artist is now making art with basketballs. So like they there's a there's a there's a plot line with Malkovich. Uh, that never really that gets never it, really goes anywhere and is more interesting than the rest of the film the, of like the struggling artist i i, I to thought find the, the whole, i thought the the interesting part of the film for me was just that with the gyllenhaal character and in, in terms of uh how his reviews were so important that it would basically set the prices Right and people trying to exploit that. To me, that was the interesting part I, that of the is, film. I, I, d- I agree. Like seeing seeing these other art dealers who are just like, "Hey, we've got this new thing here. You can review it." And he's just like, "Dude, no." And and that's a tacit admission that it's really not about the quality of the art. This guy's been a, dubbed a kingmaker. So like, that's the story that I did find interesting. Right, where it's not yeah. like again, not an art guy. I don't right. understand it. I don't get it. Neither do I. So like this movie saying nobody gets it right they're just jerking each other off to make the prices of their right they've decided this they've decided there's this group of people that know what right. they're talking about and Hall represents that they're, group I, they and, must be the greatest con artists ever because yeah i mean it's just like no that's good oh it's good yeah it's gotta i mean good. it's it's like wine yeah tasting exactly. the same way you know like oh really like exactly if, if you see all these studies all the time where if they put if they take these people and they just put two buck chuck next to the hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. bottle or give them, have them taste four two Different samples of, of two buck chuck of the same crap, and they'll you tell oh, them something different. The, they'll think it's yeah. something different. Like yeah. it's it's you know. But it's, so so that's the genius part of this whole thing that we find out the spoiler way down the road yeah. is that uh, Hall's character's ex boyfriend, the guy that he broke up with, he had been feeding Renee Russo's character information about what art he liked, and so she would buy it up real quick before right. he wrote his review, yeah. and the prices would skyrocket. So I thought that was a great. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's direct, the, like the conspiracy real. thing. That's a movie, right? Yeah. Like that's way more than so they they find this artist. The, yeah. So the the what, there's what, like something D's sure. Yeah, D's nuts. D- I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's all I could think of. So I was like, so you want the end of the movie to just end with a D's nuts I knew it was joke? Like, well, especially when it was like D's and he's crazy. So right. 
these nuts. nuts. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, so yeah. So the, the 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 second female lead of this movie. Um, Zawe Ashton. Wow, it's have we ever seen her in anything before? I'm not familiar with that at all. She's very good, though. I liked her. I didn't have a problem with her at all. Um, Why don't they just call her Zoe Saldana Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> because that might be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Is Zoe Saldana British? Yes. Yes, that's why. Oh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, so she kind of stumbles. She's Jennifer Beals Jr. Oh, same go. thing. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> she she's all down on her luck. She's a, like she's not very good at her job. Apparently, uh, she shows up late. All this other stuff. That she gets taken off the front desk and replaced with the girl from Stranger Things. Uh, and she stumbles upon this dead dude in her building and finds all this art. And there's something wonky about the art. Uh, anytime somebody looks at it, they become obsessed with it and. Uh, people like he at this point, Jake Gyllenhaal and her are together and she's like, she shows, she shows this art to Jake Gyllenhaal and he's just like, this is it. Like this is the, you're going to make so much money off of this. Doesn't she stuff. bring it to Renee Russo first no, and then they bring him into the gallery to see it. And he's like, I want a piece. No, they, they're all. at lunch and she's like, I have oh. something I want to show you. Oh, he okay. was like, okay. And he opens it up and it's just like, Pew. yeah. So this guy that died, apparently, I mean, in the art world, like his stuff is next level they've brilliant ne- yeah, art. Yeah, they've never, nobody's seen it. And, and they she has hundreds of pieces. Okay, should, now I have to stop you right there because we've all seen the movie and I want to know, how do we know that that guy made this art? We don't. Well, I mean, I guess that oh. he's got easels he's in stuff like So up. what? Yeah, but that's half true. the people in this movie have easels. <laughs> I mean, but I but isn't it possible that he died be- for the same reason the other people died? Totally possible. Oh, that's funny to... Wow, big picture. I didn't think about it that way. That's totally, that'd be a better movie. You wow. should make that. <laughs> Maybe they did, though. I don't know. That's that's a, good, that's a very that interesting... He, that he didn't create it. He was basically trying to, trying to exploit it. it. Yes. But or, I guess, or protect people from but it. But I guess they go... I mean, I guess that guy... Because he says... They know the, his name, and then they go investigate his childhood, and it matches the name of the old guy, like his tortured childhood that inspired all this art and stuff. Well, they assume it inspired the art. Yeah. You don't it, know. It could just be a tortured artist who, either way, he... Well, there are three ways. One, he created it. Two, he saw somebody else's work, stole it, or or oh, acquired it somehow, it and is now trying to exploit it, which is why he ends up dead. Or three, okay. he's just trying to hide it so that nobody dies from seeing it. Any I, three of those is possible. Well, I go with one or three. This is like yeah. another bisexual subplot. Yes, <laughs> there's three possibilities. <laughs> that's an interesting. No, I mean that's really interesting. I don't think. I mean, I think we're thinking way too deeply into it. But you, I mean, but I'm the one who thinks he looks like an older Zoe Saldana. <laughs> <laughs> I saved it. He does. I, I saved I brought it. Back, I brought it back around. Because you're got, not yeah. judging if someone looks like Zoe Saldana. It doesn't matter. So yeah. Everybody looks yeah. like Zoe so Saldana. Oh, I would love to live in the world you live in. <laughs> so yeah, so they they bring it in. You know. At this point, all of our characters are starting to change. So, uh, Josephine, I think, was the mm-hmm. Josephina. Josephina. Uh, she's she was kind of like this sweet, uh, nice girl. And as this movie progresses, she's getting worse and worse. Well, money and power, money corrupts. and power. Will, this, yes. this is our valuable. Well, so right. she's she's going to sell Everything. all the art in Rene Russo's gallery. Rene Russo is going to take a cut, of course, for doing for right. marketing it and everything. Uh, and she basically blackmails her because she's like, either you'll let me sell it, or people are going to find out that right. you. So they, they so she this. works for her. So like anything she would have discovered. Like would have yeah. would have fallen under her con- like it would automatically fall to her. Right? But if she doesn't let her sell it, then she's like, well, then people are going to find out you took this from a right. dead guy, and you know. So she's basically forced to sell it there. But she's going to become she becomes super wealthy yes. because they're selling this art to the elite 
art buyers and you right know. uh and then people start dying uh we've got the weird um like maintenance guy so in renee russo's gallery for supply and demand so renee russo wants to limit it's just like diamonds i it mean is, it's yeah. just it's the supply and demand so if you think that this dece only has you know we only know of 10 of his artwork so only 10 of you rich multi-millionaire billionaires can buy it drive up the price then once they buy it we've discovered five right. more <laughs> dece paintings <laughs> it's like, it's that's like the tupac albums it is like yeah. yeah that's the story that i find interesting yeah just like yeah the, the art world working the working the, the big con the yeah. economics yeah. of the industry and what drive like that to me was interesting i agree but the and whole the like turning into a horror, horror movie. movie yeah but so, i yeah. kind of i liked the idea once i found it i'm like oh this is a low-key horror movie like i didn't think it was going to get into this but it just didn't it, ever it, become it, really good right but i'm like oh low-key horror movie like, well i mean and and nightcrawler i i kind of consider a horror movie like he yeah. is kind of a he is kind of yeah. a serial killer like that's kind of what he does as that movie progresses. Yeah, that's true. I always thought of, I mean, definitely a thriller. Thriller, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it gets it, into that territory. It, it walks the, that yeah. very thin line of thriller horror movie. But so, that guy has to transfer all right. the remaining D stuff that they're hiding, and of, and it basically kind of wills its way to destroy killing him and destroying right. the stuff like he drops a cigarette ash that lights everything on fire but the paintings are like looking at him and yeah, it's it was just, it was weird yeah. and then the monkeys in the painting like I, I thought that was cool i think the some of the visuals are yeah very i good. thought that was kind of cool yeah i like the like the when the paint yeah. paintings move and things yeah. like that in a different movie i mean i just i like the execution of that stuff it just felt out of place i guess the score was what threw me off completely really? like, the score is super weird it's very was it as weird as uh the movie we saw last week i was on the level <laughs> serenity. Of serenity oh my god yeah. uh so yeah so we lose him and then we lose uh people just keep dying and, and that girl we, that like I, I the do, assistant like, finds every single body when oh, spoilers when they killed jake gyllenhaal yeah and she like she's like oh come on <laughs> like i was like that was for, i like that ending part where she's like are you kidding me right good. now yeah yeah um so yeah just uh we've was uh, it coco was that her yes assistant? yeah okay. it was the it was the sister from stranger things is okay. what i can remember her as yeah. Um, she called her Rococo. Rococo. And she was just like, it's, you know what? Forget (laughs) it. Uh, So she finds him and then. Well, she, she finds, uh, she does not find, no, they never, they never, they never find, they never find the assistant. He's gone. He's sucked into the picture. Yeah. Right. Oh, she finds the guy that gets she, hung the competing art gallery. Right. He, and they think it's art. Right. And people. Well, they do that with, with, uh, Tony Collette as well. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty gnarly. That was that, that with the kids walking in, the kids and walking in the blood. blood was that's good. a good. Yeah, that was, that a, was good, a good gag. I mean, yeah, I, I did. Legit. I enjoyed that. The one. horror of that when she's describing it, and you see the kids, the kids and like just going, stepping and around again, the blood. And this is another commentary: Ooh, pretentious art snobs. Oh, it must. It's so meaningful. It's a dead freaking body well, laying in a pool of blood. Oh, how artistic! That, that scene with the the young art dealer and John Malkovich, where like Malkovich has Malkovich has like the bag of trash in the yeah. middle, and yeah. the guy's like sto- he stoops down. He's like, right. oh, this is stupendous, <laughs> right? And Malkovich is just like, it's a bag of trash. No, he, he doesn't. Like, he says, oh, that's it's not art. It's not art. And he just walk. He's like, oh, but just, but you know what? <laughs> I thought to myself then that young guy is thinking to himself, it's not finished. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's going to be it's art, going, but he doesn't know it yet. Right. Yeah, right. It's a definite comment. This yeah. movie is a definite commentary on. He's the like, that's art not world. art. Yeah. It's this film. But this, yeah, exactly. this is a world where they do performance pieces like a woman lying in a bed in a window. Yeah. That's right. art. Yeah, I don't get it. Really? That's my house you right know, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, that that uh, art installment, which ended up being the whales, but he's hearing all his critiques and he's freaking out and everything. Oh, I really yeah. like that no, scene, that too. Was, I liked that one, and I liked... 
Uh, he, I mean that his performance in that. I'm I like, thought he's freaking I thought out. The, the hobo man scene that was good. Uh, at, at the, the end, end when he, I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, like that was, was creepy, very, very and, creepy. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's some good stuff in this, and because we know this guy can make a movie. Oh yeah, There's just some this, flashes of it, but, but the script just, just overall doesn't. No, didn't work for me. At so. Least. Yeah, so now we're losing all of our characters. Tony Collette gets her arm cut off in a pretty gruesome. That's a cool. I like the whole idea. Oh, I of thought it. that looked so fake when she I pulls it was, her arm out. Yeah, I, was I, was, like, I was fine with it. You yeah. know, I've seen it. Lots of blood. I've seen worse. Of, yeah, that's the fake, same arm fake cut effects. off, bloody, bloody thing from Monty Python and uh, the Holy Grail. I, that's great. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I just, I, I, I was like, really bad. I oh. thought like the blood squirting out. Yeah, of, uh, of all the different ports and everything. I thought that was fun. That was kind of cool. And then we lose Jake Gyllenhaal surprisingly enough he gets murdered by the hobo, man. hobo man and i thought that scene that and i was creepy. and honestly when he's so he gets his Puts neck his snapped crutches and i was up just like, on him and like oh. oh man we're gonna all right well now what do we do like we just lost the the main character of this movie um who was barely, have never done that before who yeah. was barely a main character yeah, yeah. yeah you know it's funny i was just gonna ask if the jake gyllenhaal character is not in this movie at all couldn't we make essentially the same movie yeah um i think you need him why? If that character wasn't yeah. played by Jake Gyllenhaal, oh. would you think it was the star of the film? No. No. no Probably that's true. not. I would not. Not unless it was walking. And Phoenix. you could still have yeah. all the other pretentious people who, right. you know, ooh, ooh, that artist's fantastic. You could have all of that without him but being the guy the, who gives it the official imprimatur. But, but I think yeah. the critic sets up the whole premise of the economics, though. I mean, his story about how she sets the prices in the gallery because of his reviews and him him being that like vessel for the snobby artistic critic who what he says matters but really should it or does it i mean that being part of the commentary i mean i feel like that character is important to the overall story okay and jake Hall definitely elevates it because I, I think he does do a good job with material that is below you know what it could have been how uh, old is he how old do we know how old he is i'm gonna say 42 I'm gonna no say 40. i'm gonna say he's 37 I bet he's around forty. I think that sounds right. That's a good average. Okay. So I'm just wondering, like he's thirty eight. Okay. There you go. Like mm-hmm. he's my he's the guy I would pick for Batman. Yeah. In the Batman twenty twenty. The only thing I think we're gonna have a problem with with that just a real quick Batman corner is that going from Ben Affleck Batman to someone like Jake Gyllenhaal, who even I mean he he's in great shape in this movie, six pack he's, whatever. Well, he's too old. He but, rides a Peloton. Hey. Did, did you? Did, there was a line in the movie about Peloton. There was a line. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. There was that's a right. Mo- I didn't yeah. catch it. Yeah, yeah when funny. he he tells to about he's been working out. He's like I've been doing lots of pel- Peloton. Pel- Lots of Pilates and Peloton. Yeah. Oh, nice. They yeah. turned yeah. it into a verb now. Yeah. No, verb. it wasn't a verb. He just said I've been. Oh, I guess okay. I forget. I've how been he, doing pellet. I don't know. Did, yeah, I guess because it was the other word in front of yeah. it. Yeah, like you know. yeah. So he's like, that's interesting that now it's become famous enough that people in movies are like we need this. You know, what are these people what? that are into fitness do? They do peloton. Right. It, wow. What used to be Pilates is now peloton. Wow. Yeah. But now he's. It's not going to happen. He's too old. Oh, like they want like a twenty-five to thirty-five. Oh, right. But he doesn't want an unknown. Okay. It won't be Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. No, Let's but he's. Way. They're saying. Uh, Matt Reeves wants someone very famous for the role yeah. A-list so. let's find what happens we'll, we'll find out what happens yep. in, actually soon because this movie starts filming in November <laughs> we so. should probably know who the Batman <laughs> yeah. is yeah so anyway so they yeah we're, we're losing all of our characters it comes down to Josephine uh, and Rene Russo uh, and I did actually I again this is very Twilight Zoney where they're just bit, they're getting killed by these pieces of art uh, turns out that the guy like, and the interest is going up as people die. Remember, right. like, they yeah, keep- that's what I didn't understand. Is like, there's it the, down the stretch of this movie. There's the 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 he's going to expose it, and she's like, and it's like you can't expose this because it will ruin the value of this art. And I'm like, how? Right. It would only make it more popular. 
like it would not people wouldn't believe the story but this the art is cursed or drives you mad would just make it more well-known mainstream I'll buy it it won't drive me mad right yeah (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like maybe more of a plot hole than they anticipated because I think what they were trying to say was Gyllenhaal what he says I mean he's the chief critic he is who sets the price I mean if he says this is bad for whatever weird story or reason but you're right because it the way that the world works it would not have that effect well also because his story wasn't going to be this like if he really wanted to destroy the art he should have just said this isn't good Right. This is bad art, right? And then that would have that would have. But not the after price. everything he said. He yeah. can't go back. And then oh, his I know. Reputation but, yeah, be, but yeah, yeah. but to then to to say like, oh, it's it's haunted, it's cursed. That only makes it more valuable. Exactly. I, I couldn't remember the exact. Story. Is that the story he published? Just that it was haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How, how does he come to that conclusion? He talks to that gal. Well, that it's making him see things, and and he, and he talks to the gal who's like the, I don't know what you call like the just the studying of the paint. And she's oh, like, right. oh yeah, it's he like it's, blood. it uses blood, and Gyllenhaal's like, that's weird. I don't oh, like that's it. right, because that's supposed oh. to be it includes. Yeah, he included blood in the paint, and I'm like, well, if that's the case, then the Marvel Kiss comic should drive <laughs> yeah, everybody right. mad. Well, it did. Oh. Well, for a minute, you know, yeah. Then, yeah. there are not a lot of movies with a forensic paint artist. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Scientist, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they we and then we lose Josephine, and I like the way we lose her. Like that's I thought a cool that was, effect, isn't it? Was a cool Those effect of, of like the, the paintings the paint dripping down, and, and then yeah, her, yeah, her the reveal of her. That was bad. Was like, no, oh. that was very. That stupid. was very but because don't, we don't get the reveals on anybody else, right? You know, so like we don't. Yeah, where's the artist guy? He just disappears. No idea. You know, and we yeah. know we know what happened to Gyllenhaal. Yeah. We know Her what happened spray to Tony paint was Collette. dumb, but but man, that that colors and everything. Yeah. I love the visual. And then uh, we it lose... looked like something from Annihilation. It yeah, did. Very, yeah, very vibrant. Yeah, there's I agree. Some great visuals in that. Uh, and then we lose Renee Russo, I guess. With the final, the final moment. So she's had this weird off-center velvet buzzsaw tattoo. Oh, she was that, was, band that she was, was her art world name, I think. Well, no, she was, she was in a band. band. Oh, it was the band name. I thought it was her name. Before she was an art. That's a cool band name. That's a cool thing. I dig that, but, uh, like for a little well, indie rock band. But they've been showing us a buzzsaw on the back of her neck every, you know, throughout the movie the whole time, and then she destroys all of the art that's in her house. She has it guy. removed. Uh, I thought it was to be uh, it's true. I guess I think that she was supposed to have it destroyed, and they did the same thing that the girl did in the beginning. Like, yes, we will take it all and destroy it, and they just toss it in the trash can, right? Yeah. And so now other people can find no, it. No, that sell the it. thing that that guy finds uh, was the stuff from the truck. Oh, that's yeah. from a di- yeah. That's, oh, that's from the truck. Yeah, so maybe hers was she, destroyed. Her was then. destroyed, okay. but the but the stuff that the guy at the very end has. Oh, okay. It was the stuff. Well, from then the I truck. liked my version no, better. No, the stuff in the truck uh, all went up in flames uh-uh. at the gas that, station. Yeah, that, how would that have survived? That he had unloaded some of it. Yeah, he had taken oh, okay. some of it out. And like the, if you look at the box that he, that that the guy is selling out of, it's the box from the truck. See, and I would oh. argue that that artwork that the guy selling on the street wouldn't damage those people. Why? Because they bought it because they for really, five bucks. Because they five bucks. No, absolutely. They, they bought the, it out of out of a sense of purity. They liked it and they bought yeah. it. It wasn't. It wasn't there caught was no up greed or anything. it wasn't yeah. caught up in the the economics and the machinations yeah. of the art world. They they walked by a, a painting and said, "I enjoy that. How much? I'll buy it. Five dollars." Yeah, like I was like, "Okay." No, but see, I think to your point, that's not a revel. That's exactly what it is. That that's yeah. his. That's the, what the director is saying with this very obvious, yeah. uh, you know, uh, metaphor here. It's it's that you know you're placing all this value and stuff, and it's driving you mad, and it's getting you all killed, which is obviously the exaggeration. But right. look, when you love art for what it is, and you make it a price that everyone can enjoy it, everyone lives and survives. Like that's the thing. This is such an obvious, simple story, and it just didn't warrant this movie to tell that no 
no, it, it wasn't that, as interesting as he thought. And that's how it ends. Yeah. We barely talked about this movie. Yeah. But that's good. See, and look, we're in an hour. We got the, I'm telling you, I watched this and I go, I need to come up with three like <laughs> game show segments to quiz you guys on stuff because I don't know how we talk about yeah. it. Thank God I was able to pad with Zoe Saldana. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Hat tip. Yeah. To you. So it's. I, I, Which, by it. the way, do not Google that. Padding Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or do. Yeah, Paul, you're looking a little bit like Zoe Saldana today. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Maybe use an incognito browser. Yeah, that's probably for the yeah. best. Yeah. Not at work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is a mess. Go watch Polar. Yeah, Polar was way more Polar fun than this. Polar was way more fun than this. Yeah, absolutely. And listen to that. Uh, yeah, watch it and then listen to our yeah. episode on Patreon. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. They, there's was something that else. organic, Tom? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, see, they've got something else coming out, don't they? Um, Netflix? I they think have the so. Ted Bundy oh, uh, docuseries. No, there's the, the one you posted about. Oh, Resident Evil? No. Well, that's going to come out. What? It's oh, like, Hannah on Amazon? Oh, forget it. I, I don't. <laughs> I posted you about, about a lot of stuff. You posted on Twitter like three hours ago. About Hannah. Is that what it was? So Hannah with Saoirse Ronan and Eric Bana yeah. is an amazing movie, uh, one of Saoirse Ronan's early movies. It's so good if you haven't seen it, but Amazon in March is coming out with the Hannah series based on that movie. But today, after the big game, they are premiering the first episode. You're allowed to say Super Bowl. Oh, I am? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> well, I'm doing that because that's how they advertise it. That's the only how... people who die are those who use <laughs> Super Bowl and exploit it for monetary yeah, yeah. purposes. No, you're but, you're but, selling it on the fence I know, for five but, bucks. <laughs> yeah, but literally on Amazon, they say after the big game... Yeah. Yeah, so I just can't, well, that's because the NFL yeah, yeah. will go after them, right, if they right, right. The, which is funny because Amazon has a deal with the NFL for Thursday night football. Oh, <laughs> so they're a partner. So Why they should be able to say, Super Bowl? "Yeah," because oh, they're, they're like, "We are playing it." Like we we know how lawyers work, and yeah. Plus, they know how greedy these networks and everybody are. So they're like, they're going to try to get every penny they can for yeah. us. That was the Major League Baseball's big mistake. Yeah, they didn't do that with World Series. So Oops. anybody can have like a World Series party or World yeah. Series of poker. Yeah, it was funny. So I'm not a sports guy. It's surprising. I'm as some other people at this table aren't uh but uh i i was like this week friday i think i'm like the super bowls this weekend like i just realized it and then yesterday i thought okay the podcast tomorrow go, oh are we gonna is it gonna be on normal schedule because the super bowl and i'm like oh yeah can we do extra podcasts yeah. like, like i could care less. like who else is on the show i could yeah, not care less care. like yeah. i'm just like can we just okay super bowl sunday can oh yeah and now they've good. robbed you of the joy see the internet again right it's robbed you of the joy like it used to be you watch the game for the commercials now they're all on youtube like a week beforehand exactly that so, was the only reason i ever watched yeah it. so yeah. i'm like now well, people, like i, I, I watch at least watch for the commercials i'm like it's not 1996 like <laughs> yeah. no you're a sports guy i'm saying i yeah. only watch for i'm the a sports guy i'm yeah. not a football guy yeah like i'm but a, since I'm this a is gonna, baseball guy since this is gonna come out after the big game can i, can I just say wasn't that one commercial great <laughs> it oh, was yeah. not as good as the other one though i can't believe they paid five million for that commercial no though. i agree that. i like the good old days when there was always the one for master lock <laughs> yeah that was there like, was a five mo- they did a master master lock, lock that was their entire Ad budget for the whole year. For the whole year, they would buy one commercial in the Super Bowl, and they and it was always the same commercial. They might make a new version of, it, but it was always somebody shooting the lock, yeah, with a rifle. That's right. It was, uh, and they what? forgot about, and that, that was their only that commercial was, for the entire and it year. Stood up to the rifle every time. Like it was just like, well, it would be a silly for them to buy the commercial. <laughs> but, I mean, that's didn't. the point of the commercial. Damn, so, yeah. they broke the lock. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. But I mean, five million dollars. <laughs> no, I mean, I've never seen. I mean, that's the whole point of the commercial. Yeah. Is that let's shoot a, a doorknob with a rifle. Well, it was like a, it's like oh, a padlock, okay. like a. Oh, or like okay. not a padlock, but like a key lock, but like a you know. Can I one. can I ask you this though seriously? I mean, I've I've questioned this about coal commercials, and I guess they're tax write offs or whatever. Like things that 
nobody is really going to buy because there's a commercial for them. Like Master Lock. I go for my locker when I'm in high school or middle school. You go buy your kid's lock or whatever. You're going to go and you're going to probably buy whatever you're is buy there Master for five nine. Because that's else. basically yeah, it. You've, that's got, it. you've got Walgreens off-brand or Master Lock. <laughs> I don't need you, a $40 lock to... Br- to protect the fifteen dollars <laughs> of the stuff yeah, in this right. locker, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so really, that he's probably going to lose anyway. Yes. So that's that's what I'm saying. So it's like some commercials. You really have to wonder, like, what the hell is the point? No one's gonna. Are you really gonna yeah, change like, your mind, Archer Daniels Midland? But yeah. there, <laughs> you, you know, there was one. I was up on a Sunday morning, and I was again flicking around on TV, and I went past again some cable channel with a public affairs show on it. Yeah. And they took a commercial break, and there was a commercial for a company that makes locomotives. <laughs> oh my what? god! Yeah, like what? And Do I you thought, remember? And I, and I thought, "There's a real impulse buy." I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, look, honey, get Amazon open. Let's there just... was. I remember. It, I guess it would have been 2000. So the year the Rams won the Super Bowl, when the Rams were still in St. Louis. Oh, but like every commercial was a dot com commercial. Like, sure, it was GoDaddy. Every, yeah, every, remember GoDaddy? The oh big, yeah, every big Pets, commercial. Pets. Pets. Was Dan, yeah, Pets. It was dot com every, with the sock puppet. Yeah, and Danica Patrick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I remember, I was in a marketing class. And the, the teacher was just like, so what was the big takeaway? And I was like, the stupid dot-com commercials. He's like, yeah. That's what's, that's and now what's, it's like no one needs a commercial for that. No. Everyone knows when you need to go well, buy a domain Well, it's also like name. there's nobody. There's None no, are left, first yeah, of all. Yeah, right. Try to buy a domain name right now. It's like everyone's ruined that for yeah. anyone. that. But yeah, I was just but like. But that's my name. Nope, someone's got sorry, it. Sorry, not yours. Got to pay fifty million dollars to get my stupid name back. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that's it for this one. Sorry, let's yeah. go. That's okay. No, let's let's, uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. I'm Paul. I'm on HarrisOnline.com and the Kevin Brackett designed HarrisChallenge.com Ooh. for your daily <laughs> trivia, new every weekday. That was very organic. Thank I you. would <laughs> like Jake Gyllenhaal to rate my website work <laughs> yeah, and right. to really pretentiously. I think after this movie, he you might. might you might not want him. <laughs> to. Oh, that's true. But if you use if you use Paul's website, the questions will not come out and kill you. That's correct. Guaranteed. And it's Ooh. been approved by Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> both of her. Asterisk, yeah, not right. actually approved by Zoe Saldana. Yeah, right. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at JoeyButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. Also, don't forget that uh, we have a Patreon account, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, a very special episode where we will do, uh, once again, we will return to the world of deep fried tacos. So uh, thanks for tuning and in and until next time Walter steals Margaret's credit Mademoiselle You and me pal Second bottle Ah she looks for me Bonnet flapping yapping Ruff chicken pastry Yes she looks for me Good. Let her look for me to tell me why she left me.